An artistic spirit. Staring at the vibrant colours of the vagrant clouds, the dazzle in the glory of the evening sun renders a serene spectacle that a painter contemplates to convey a realistic landscape that remains undone. His brush is more generous than the view. He must accomplish something rare, but also precious. Panoramic illusion below a sky ever blue by showing the boldness of an artistic spirit that he only declares. Hmm. Will he, will he be able to finish his masterpiece and rest a brief moment to realize its magnificence? Ma- magnificence? Oh, do that a bit again. Do that bit again. Do that bit again. Will he be able. <laughs> Will he be able to finish his masterpiece and rest a brief moment to realise its magnificence? Yeah. With its melancholy seen in a field of sunflower and on that thoughtful face of lonely rider? Jesus. He'll be pondering his peaceful death. Jesus. In, in, he'll be pondering his peaceful death in fading twilight. And without pretense, he'll be tasting the true essence of what lies ahead. Remembering how warm was sunlight. Jesus, this music's gone a bit loud, isn't it? Um, let's just do that last stanza again. Of what lies ahead, remembering how warm was sunlight that illuminated a universe so grandiose and immense. There we go. That was a poem called An Artistic Spirit by Andrew Krisky. <laughs> and he composed that this year. There we go. Right, two comments in the chatting box already. Um, Just Joe says, fuck that up, didn't you? And Josh Vince said, says, need an anchor man like warm-up, me laddie. I did warm-up. I did warm-up. I just didn't even glance at that poem before coming on here. Oh, my days. Isn't this brilliant? This is bloody brilliant, this is. Right, okay. What am I doing, then? What am I doing? Uh, right, okay. Yeah, we're focusing on culture. Okay, and um, Google Dictionary describes, defines culture. Um, Let's just hear this little man say it phonetically for you. Culture. There we go. Culture. There we are. He says that it's a verb 
used in biology, and it's to maintain tissue cells, bacteria, etc., in conditions suitable for growth. Of course, that's not the culture we're talking about. We're talking about arts and other manifestations of human achievement. Culture, songs, poems, paintings, plays. You can broadcast some of them. I'm giving you your time to broadcast tonight. Come on to the air. Come on air. Come on air. And show us some culture. Let's class this show up a bit for fuck's sake. Right, I think we should kick off with a song, right? So here's a song, which I'm starting now. It's got a bit of a build-up. Listen to that. Nice orchestra. But wait for this. (laughs) You're not going to expect this, right? It suddenly, suddenly cheapens itself. You see? It's Elvis. Elvis.
can't afford grandmother. Fucking enjoy the show. Hey, my grandfather, you better fucking enjoy the show. There we go then. Oh, Jesus, just knocked my mic stand a bit. Um, culture, right? Now, uh, everyone knows, everybody knows, right, that the most cultured and held in the highest regard newspaper out there is the Daily Mail, right? You name me one person who doesn't respect the Daily Mail or who has been done wrong by the Daily Mail or any of its its contributors, yeah? Just, I, I don't know. Daily Mail. Anyway, the the Daily Mail uh, submitted an article last year entitled Owning a library card, watching subtitled films and being skilled in the use of chopsticks are among the traits which make us cultured. Apparently they surveyed about 2,000 people um, and they found 7 in 10 believed themselves to be cultured. And so they, they quizzed them further and asked them what sort of things make them so. Now, there's a list of 40 things that cropped up here, right? And they say, if you do any of these, then you're a little bit, you're a little bit more cultured than, than Joe Bloggs. Yeah, okay. So, number one, go to the theatre. Yeah, I mean, you can go and watch, I don't know, Julian Cleary in pantomime, and apparently that makes you more cultured. I suppose so. Entering a historical building, watching a traditional British art form. Yeah, doesn't matter who's in it. Doesn't matter what you're going to watch. I, I agree with that. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, what we got next on here? I'm just going to skip through them. Visit farm shops. Apparently, if you visit a farm shop, that makes you more cultured. Right? You don't have to buy anything. It doesn't say to buy anything. That'll make you more cultured. Uh, go to music festivals. I disagree. Collect uh, what? Collect music on vinyl. Now, you know, I've got music on vinyl. Wait there. Let me turn Bach off. Right, let me turn this on, right? I've got music on vinyl. Here it is. This is vinyl. Jesus Christ. This is um, Rusty Lee with Barbados. Hang on, I think I've got it on too slow. I can't tell with Rusty Lee. She's got a pretty, pretty deep voice. Hang on. There we go. Right, so apparently owning Rusty Lee Barbados on vinyl makes me more cultured, right? Uh, James Kenny has joined us, by the way. I know he's listened to the show before, but um, it's the first time I've seen him in my box. Welcome to my box. That's quite enough of um, Rusty Lee there. Let's put Bark back on. Um, so owning that vinyl makes me more cultured, apparently. <sighs> what other things are on it? Watch Question Time. I'm all right. Wear bow ties or brooches. Can I wear both? Then I'm double as cultured. Uh, just Joe's a big fan of Rusty Lee Barbados, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Okay, enjoy crosswords. Know about cheese from Kefili, mate. There we go. Know how to pronounce quinoa. Oh, fuck. Uh, quinoa it is, isn't it? <sighs> Drink proper coffee, not instant. Something Gav Cross of Funny Looking Pod is always harking on about. He loves a good espresso. Americano. Mocha. Okay. Right. Uh, watch the Antiques Roadshow. If I'm honest with you, I'd rather listen to the Jennifer Helen Roadshow. That is just utter bullshit. 
Let's get the Antiques Roadshow up here, right? See if I can make myself more... More cultured by doing so. Okay, again, Bark is going to go for a burden. Right, yeah. Let me skip it ahead a bit. Let's see what's going on. twice in his life. The colour is beautiful. It's exactly So this guy's got a big mahogany... What is that? I can only see its head. Oh, Jesus, there's a cockerel. I think the market for this would be in France. A big mahogany cockerel. They reckon they can sell that in France. Three to five thousand pounds worth. Because I have two daughters, so what the hell do I do? I don't know what he said. Something about daughters, um, and everyone's laughing. Very highbrow joke there. I'm not watching it anymore. That. Okay, what's going on in my box? Bruce says owning that vinyl makes you a little bit racist. Does it? Rusty Lee, Barbados. How does that make me? Right, let me put it back on. How does that make me racist? No, mate. According to the Daily Mail, and they know, you know, they know what makes someone racist. This makes me cultured. Right? The Daily Mail will be the first to report that um, owning Rusty Lee on vinyl makes you racist. Right? So I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Again, Rusty Lee can... Off. So there's all sorts of things in this um, article. If you want to Skype in, it's Chunky Ford with a Y, not an IE. Uh, I can quiz you on some of them, see if you've done any of these things, and indeed see if you've got any culture or are indeed more cultured by doing so. Okay? Use chopsticks over a knife and fork. How the hell's that going to work with mashed potato? When, of course, the appropriate tool, the appropriate piece of cutlery, would be a great big spoon. Yeah? You've been saying I'm driving you crazy And I haven't been around for you lately But I had a few things off my mind When I'm with you I am filled with emotion Can't you see that I'm giving you devotion Hard to find, baby, baby. Do you remember this one, John? Oh, fantastic, yeah. Hearsay, pure and simple. Oh, every time. Come on, let's have a sing-song, shall we? Come on, John. Wherever you go. I will be there. It's true. <laughs> I want to be there. Pure and simple. Pure and simple, gotta be That's it. Oh, John, I tell you what, mate. I set you up and you hit it out of the park every, every mean? time. How are you? See, I loved hearsay, you know, and obviously because of some goings-on financially, it all went away, didn't it? It did, yeah. Management. Were they with um, Cowell? I think they were. Mm. There we go. He knows what he's doing, though, the old bastard, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah he he knows what he's doing. I mean, Let I me think on you. this occasion, he um, he dropped a bit of a bollock. Because, you know, hearsay, I'm sure that... Did they make a comeback when all the others did? Or may, they may have been done the rounds. Maybe. Yeah. I don't I'd think he's going to lose any sleep over that, is he? No, 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 I doubt it. But I tell you what, next time hearsay are, I don't know, in Cardiff or Liverpool or somewhere in between, we're going, mate. Yeah. Anyway, John Wilson, have you yeah. done your gig yet at the Funny Looking Fringe? Say again. 
Have you done your gig yet, your hour, at the Funny Looking Fringe? No, not yet. It's on Friday. On Friday. So to anyone listening in Liverpool, it's uh, Renshaw Street, yeah? Mm. 51 Renshaw Street. And what's the name? 7pm. 11. 7. Oh, 7. I was going to say it'd be a bit of a late one. John, so what's the name of this new show you've got then? The new show is called John Foolery. Culture itself, yeah? So I think so. I imagine you're talking about uh, Liverpool quite a bit. No. No? No, no. So you're not celebrating the, you know, Britain's city of culture? No. Okay, so what are you talking about, John? You're talking about Mr. Matey and crisps and walking <laughs> the dog and... Funny, someone sent me a Mr. Matey picture today. Anyway, um, no, I won't be talking about Mr. Matey. Might talk a little bit about the dog, but let me tell you, it's going to be a lot of foolery. Uh, John Foolery, aptly named. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of foolery. little break from the norm for me. <laughs> um, Any tickets I'm... still on sale, John? There are tickets on sale. You have to be quick, though, Connor. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, you have to be quick. Son. All right, okay. They'll... How much are they, John? They'll be gone. They'll be gone, mate. Yeah, we've got a handful left, and how much are they? The handful left, quite right, and uh, it, they are six pounds. Six pounds. But you have a badge. If you've got a badge, funny looking badge, funny looking badge, cost you five pounds. There we go. There we go. Get up there if you can, John. I can't get up there, so I won't. No. That's but, okay. but I'll be seeing you very soon. Very right. soon. Well, that's 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 bizarre. You obviously don't want to discuss that now. <laughs> Let's discuss away because otherwise it's just going to sound seedy. Right, it's going to sound bad now. So, yeah, so you booked... Aye. ...with Sean Morley... Yeah. Uh, ...stand-up comedy course... Yeah. Um, ...on a Sunday. Yeah. Tell us how that happened. How did that happen? So, Gav Cross, our good friend Gav Cross, who does a beautiful little show, funny-looking... It's, it's more of an empire than a show now, isn't it? I would say so. He's growing... Isn't he? He's, you know, I mean, I don't mean in stature. Well, probably, probably, uh, you know. In, he's a big in, guy. He's a big he's guy. guy. He's a big guy. Uh, With a big heart, John. Oh, thank God you finished that. Um, yeah, definitely. He's, you know, he's he's developed this little acorn, this little shitty, mossy acorn that is Spreaker into, into financial gain. Mm. You know? this. I imagine. I don't know how much he's making. But... He's selling badges, mugs, duvet covers, Pens. leggings, you know, yeah, all with the off. word funny looking on it. And now he's doing the funny looking fringe where John Wilson, our other friend, the other man we love, is doing an hour's gig. Yes. How's about that then? So, yeah, where was I? Um, funny looking learning. Christ, this is just like an advert for Gav, isn't it? Um, is coming up. In October, I believe there's very, very minimal tickets left for that workshop. Um, I had one of the early bird ones, don't you know, John? Yes, I did too. Oh, aren't you a beauty? Why didn't you tell me? Anyway, um, I'm coming up to Liverpool to try and showcase um, a filtered version of Ford's Focus, I guess, without the shit, without the the clinger-ons, without the bloody this, that and the other Skyping in with something bullshit. Just yeah. me, in front of right. a microphone. Right, right, right. And I'm scared shitless, John. Well, no, I, mean, no, I, can't, I can't believe that, because obviously everybody knows that you, you're, you know, you've walked the boards. Oh, I've, uh, I've, I have, yes, but... 
The closest thing I've done to that, to, to stand-up, is comparing. I have compared several gigs. Right. And during which I was obviously in character as myself. That is a possibility. I was in character as myself. And I was I was terrified. I was physically shaking. So mm. this yeah, well, time... Yeah, I, you're very vulnerable because, you, you know, if you're acting or, uh, or singing with a, a cast of people or whatever, you've often got support and other people on stage. Absolutely. But obviously, as a stand-up comedian, there's a lot of vulnerability because it's just you, the microphone, and the audience. You need to gain the um, the respect of the audience, don't you? The support. Yes. yes. And John, have you ever been heckled? Um, I uh, have been heckled. Yes. What's the worst heckle you've heard? No, not nothing bad. Nothing uh, bad. So no, nothing bad at all. Um, there was one woman talking when I did the Gittins. Uh, at Sticky Mike's. Oh yeah, yeah, Brighton. In Brighton, um, I, uh, I there was a lady who sort of echoed what I'd last said, right, but, but, but ever so loudly. Okay, uh, was she just reiterating? Was she pretty much? Uh, she was reiterating, but then I but I didn't quite hear, and I thought it was sort of a heckle, um, <laughs> and I said, "Oh." I said, you know, this isn't uh, um, um, one of those, you know, meetings, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, where you can shout out. <laughs> I said, um, I said, they're they're uh, they're, they're next Tuesday, so see you next Tuesday. Brilliant, brilliant. Spell that out, folks. See you next Tuesday. Okay, John. Um, culture. I'd like to say that Ford's Focus has a culture of its own. It's almost become sketch show-esque we've all right. got a little bit and of course john wilson you're famous for your little bit <laughs> and that's oh, yeah. and that's crisp chat is it crisp not chat. do you have a bag of crisps i do connor i do fantastic so ladies and gentlemen for those of you who've never heard crisp chat before this is the crisp chat theme tune but before we begin with the chat and the crisps I would quite like to try something new with you, Mr. John Wilson. Right. It's a culture show. People right. are expecting this episode to be a bit more, dare I say, highbrow. Right. A bit more classy. Right. So, John, whatever bag of crisps you've got in front of you, I don't know what they are. They could be Watsits. They could even be cheekily mini cheddars, which are technically biscuits, but they're in the crisp aisle. I want you to make these crisps sound the most delectable, beautiful, classiest crisps in the world. And I'm even going to change the theme tune. Go on, John. Hang on. Hang on, mate. I've a bit of a problem there getting the crisps. Right, let's try that again. Uh, uh. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. Listen to the rustle, folks. Oh. 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 Okay. Um enough of the uh the sultry moaning now. Now you 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 describe this packet. You tell us oh. well. not don't say what they are. Just okay. describe the crisps, the taste, the texture, the smell, the whatever. Mm. And then at the end you say, right. Crisp Chat This Week is brought to you by 
Hawks XYZ, yeah? Right. Go right. for it. Okay. Nice and close to the mic, John. I want to hear every every morsel of uh, saliva. I'm sure you do. Oh, go on. I'm enjoying this. I'm back today. Right. Oh. Now, first of all, they're very, very firm in the hand when you mm. pick them out of the bag. Not so that you can snap them. Mm. But just so that you can feel the strength and the crisp. Brilliant. And then, I'm just... I had to put one into my mouth. The first thing that sort of approaches me is is the fact that the salt. Why have you suddenly got a lisp? <laughs> I've got crisp okay. in my mouth. Crisp lisp. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the the, the um the salt bristles across my tongue as I put it in my mouth. Um. <laughs> and then. I taste, start to taste some sharp flavors oh. on, on the tongue. Um, mm, um, mm. John, you've got an audience there. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, yes. Right, <clears throat> come on then, start wrapping this up. What <laughs> we got? Yeah, so do you want to know what, what can you not guess? I'm going to go salt and vinegar. What <laughs> colour? McCoy's. <laughs> See, no cheese and onion walkers. And I no way! So this episode of Crisp Chat was brought to you by Cheese and Onion Walkers. Cheese and Onion Walkers. John Wilson, smash the show, mate. Tickets still available. Will Will I speak to you before then? When is it Sunday? It's a uh, Friday, Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. John, have a blast. Thank and you I'll much. see you in my chatting box. Thank you. I'm all, I look forward to being in your box. As always, mate. So Cheers, long. mate. That was John Wilson there, who was joined by um, a few school children. It sounded like. Anyway, if you want to Skype in, here's the. Did you know that every five minutes somebody starts up a Spreaker show? Some even paying for the privilege. Well, it's free, but some of the broadcasters pay to have longer shows. I think it's about 15 minutes more you get, something like that. It's not really worth it. These people are lonely, but with your help, they might find out what real human connection is. Please pledge just Jesus, one pledge, just Jesus. One right, speaking of uh, Skyping in, someone Skyped in called Richard Full Stop. Is that Richard Full Stop? Richard, yeah. are you there? Hello, Richard. Yeah. Is that you, Richard? Yeah. How are you doing? You right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, this rings a bell now, actually. Last week in my chat inbox, I had someone called Richard come in who simply said, yep, yeah, 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 to every single comment, and I ended up blocking him. Was that you, Richard? Yeah. Okay. So do do you listen to the show regularly? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. And it says that you're um you're calling from Azerbaijan, is that true? Yeah. Nice there this time of year? Yeah. Okay. Um Richard, uh your uh, Ford's focus then, you listen to it regularly. Would you say your favorite segment is, I don't know, Crisp Chat? Yeah. You enjoy Crisp Chat. 
Will you be going to John Wilson's gig on uh, Friday? Yeah. It's um, it's six pounds or it's five pound if you have a funny looking badge. Do you have a funny looking badge? Yeah. Richard, this is um, this is getting a bit, a bit samey now, isn't it? Yeah. Would you mind if I hang up? Yeah. Okay, that was Richard. Um, yeah. All right, everybody, it's Auntie Moira here. I haven't been on the show in a while because, quite frankly, I've lost all fucking interest with it. If you ask me, it went downhill after Jennifer Helen Rudd stepped down as co-host. I think that Connor needs a co-host in order to carry on with the show because he just can't carry it on his own. I mean, that's why he's got his fucking pensioner auntie to do a bloody segment every week. And I'm not doing it every week. That's the point. Anyway, so about culture whatever the hell that means. He sent me an article saying something like 40 things that can help make you more cultured. And one of them is getting the conundrum right on countdown. Apparently, if you can do that, then you're more cultured automatically. So I've set up my own little conundrum, all right? It's called Moira's Conundrum. And uh, basically, I'm going to give you the letters of it and I'm going to give you a clue and you've got 30 seconds to try and work it out. You don't win, fucko, because let's, let, let's face it, there's no budget in this show. Anyway, okay. The word is Marge's do. Marge's do. M-A-R-G-E-S-D-O. And the clue is, what happened to me at Marge's do? All right, what happened? 30 seconds on the clock, here we go. Fuck me, this goes on a bit, doesn't it? I don't know, that Richard Whiteley still does it. That Carol Vorderman's a cunt as well. No, no, I don't mean like that. It's just every time I see the bastard, she looks younger. Bitch. Every time I see her, she looks younger. Alright, so it was Marge's do. The question, what happened to me at Marge's do? And the answer... Orgasmed. I orgasmed. All right? Anyway, I might not do something next week because, quite frankly, I've got a life unlike Connor. All the best. Enjoy the show. Ta-ra. Right, that was uh, Auntie Moira with uh, a bit of Countdown. And according to the Daily Mail, if you watch Countdown and get the conundrum correctly, you are more cultured, right? I'm just going to call someone back who Skype enduring Moira. I don't like to interrupt the woman. Who's calling, please? Anybody there? Okay, so I'm connected, but I don't hear anyone. That's a bad start. Must say that's a bad start. Okay, I'm going to give you five seconds. Hello? Keep saying hello. Okay, yeah, he's going to have to go. Can't hear him. Can't hear him. It's a shame. I would have liked to have spoken to him. Okay, the Skype is open. I have 13 minutes left. Oh, there we go. Right. Okay, let's try that again. Hello? Nope. Still can't hear you. Still can't hear you. That's a, that's a real shame. Have a look at your Skype settings and give me a call back. Okay, I've got another caller. Okay. Um. <sighs> Hello. Do you like the music of Bocherini? 
Yes. Okay. Is that Just Joe? Oh, no, no, you don't go by the name Just oh. Joe anymore. Um, have you decided on a new name? Well, that's that's one of the, the reasons I'm phoning in. Mm-hmm. I've turned over a new leaf and I've I've got a new name. You've got a new name? Yeah. And it is? Well, I, I, need, to, I need to tell you that through a medium that's very cultured. Oh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. A monologue? It's a poem. Oh, lovely. Or a poem, whichever one you prefer. Okay, poem, poem. Mm-hmm. Right, give it a go then. Here we go. It's not like one of those jazz poems where you shout, it's an actual poem. Fantastic. That's okay. my favourite kind. Let's just settle down. Do you want, am, I, am I to do it without music? With? Would you like music? I would like a bit of music. Have be some nice. more Bocherini then? Here we go. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been ready for about five minutes now. All right. I heard a faint knock whilst washing the dishes. Answer the door, twas a Jehovah's Witness. He said, son, do you believe in Jehovah and Jesus? I said, sorry, I don't really trust people who don't do Christmas. He laughed and said, yes, we hear that. Quite frequent. Won't you give this a read? He said, handing over a leaflet. A pamphlet that read, The Lighthouse or something like that with a happy couple on the front. I looked back up the man and he said, well, nothing, because he'd moved on to another house. (laughs) So, being open-minded, I gave it a browse, and well, before you know it, I couldn't put it down. I was hooked and recited the rules that they follow. No politics or yoga or smoking or competitive sports. No Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, (laughs) YMCA. How much more? It was quite a bit to swallow. So here, here I am to tell you, I've become a Jehovah's Witness. It might seem quite sudden, and it happened in an instant, but it doesn't require any formal ceremony. I joined, and from now on, you can call me Just Jovi. Just Jovi. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Now, Just Jovi, um, very proud of you turning over a new leaf. Um, you. you you would have gotten rid of some bad habits, I suppose. Um, grown yeah, up a bit. A, there's a lot you can't do. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you sing? Of course you can. You can sing. In fact, I'm going to sing a very nice song for you now. You might know it. It's uh, hymn number 138. I know it well. Good. Shall I go? Absolutely. Here we go.
Fantastic. Um, I I would say myself there's a there's a very very fine line between culture and indeed religion, and they do cross over. It's almost like a Venn diagram. Um, they meet in the middle, and I think that song was slap bang in the middle. Yeah, did I you, mean, did you enjoy I that? Mean, yeah, was it well? What do you think? It sounded like you enjoyed it. No, I mean, what do you, what do you think? I'm impartial, mate. I can't really lean towards any religion. No, I mean, what do you think? Do you, do you want to join or? Oh. I can get you some pamphlets. Send there's, us a pamphlet, there's, but there's, I ain't there's promising There's a lot of them. <laughs> I know, mate. I've had my fair share. Yeah, send us that lighthouse one or whatever. I'll have a browse and who knows? I might even do a focus on Jehovah's Witnesses episode. That'd be fantastic. Wouldn't it just? Mm-hmm. Just Joe, just Jovi, just Jehovah, just, just Jehovah. Jovi. Just Joby. Mm-hmm. Superb. Um, I'll speak to you soon, yeah? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, dear. Okay, right. The person who tried calling just now has messaged me saying he sorted his settings out. I've only got ten minutes left, so let's squeeze this in while we can. Hello. Hello. Ah, dulcet tones, dulcet tones. Who's speaking? Josh. Josh. Josh, say that again. I like the way you said that. Josh! Fantastic. Josh, ladies and gentlemen, is the king of my box. Thank you very much, Connor. I'm very honoured to be. And the reason I gave you that title is because you're the only person, Josh, who has said something nice about my show. Well, you see, you you mentored me through my early years of being, you know, a poor, wanton, reckless hope. Oh, As an you. actor, you've, you've helped me a lot in my ways, and I thought the, le- the worst I could do was help you. Bless you. Bless you. Josh, la- last week I um, I asked you in the chatting box if you would like to um, provide us with a Barry Island banger. And I, yes. <laughs> You'd still like to? Well, I'm willing to throw my um, hat into the ring, if need be. You'll need to remind me of the rules, of course. Of course, right. Okay, so, picture this, alright? I'm in it. You're an actor, Josh. <sighs> this shouldn't be difficult. At last. If ever it is, just hold your hand up and say stop, okay? But you will let me down greatly if you do so. Okay, Josh. I'm ready. Close your eyes. <sighs> Barry Island, have you ever been there? I've never been there, Connor. Okay, this is going to add about two minutes to the show. Um, Barry Island, a once great thriving tourist holiday destination in Britain. In I feel South it. Wales. It once had a Butlins. Oh, it now has multicoloured changing rooms. Oh, good lord. With fag burns and graffiti. Sounds very much like home. It's not a real island. It's a peninsula. But let's presume, for the purpose of this feature, that it is an island. And the only way you can get to said island is a bridge. A bridge? A bridge. But some bugger, unbeknownst to us, has burnt the bridge. Bastard. And boats haven't been invented. Ah. So you're stuck on this island. And you can't invent a boat. That's that's not a thing. That's cool. You're stuck on it forever. You, you, you'll survive on dead seagulls and other holiday makers, I imagine. I'm used to that sort of diet now. You're a student. You're a student. Um, and just when you think things can't get much worse, there's a glimmer of hope in the distance. <sighs> A lovely lady or gentleman with massive knockers or a massive package and an iPod 
starts walking towards you, saying, Come closer, Josh. Come closer. I'm here. You do so. It's not a mirage. And she it's hands real. you this iPod and some headphones. And on it is one song. One song only which you can listen to for the rest of your life. What is that song? The only song I ever sang for you every week. <gasps> I Try by Macy Gray. Oh, what a Barry Island banger that is. And why is that song so special to you? For Mangoes, the home that I held for two years closed. I hold that song close to me ever since. I sing it every Wednesday before I go to bed and when I'm in the shower drinking. Mangoes, I drink to thee. I drink to thee too. Here's I Try by Macy Gray, the latest Barry Island banger. Josh, I'll speak to you again soon, mate. See you soon, Connor. Ta-da. I love you. Love you too. When you are not here, very apt that is. When you're not here, my my world it does crumble. Ford's focus, the culture of Ford's focus, is dependent on the listeners. Oh, nice little middle eight there from Macy Gray, isn't it? Let's not talk so much over that. Anyway, you are the bricks. Remember that little anecdote I gave you about the donkey carrying the bricks? I'm the donkey, right? It might not be my job to provide the bricks, but unless you give me bricks, I'm not going to carry them. And I'm so happy when you do provide bricks, be it through Crisp Chat, Barry Island Bangers, Just Joe, uh, Just Jovi now, isn't it? Yeah. It's a blast, isn't it? This this beautiful little thing that we've created. Not just me. Me. 
John Wilson, Gav Cross. Even though he's no longer with us in the realm of Spreaker. Scott from Scotland, how I miss you. Petrocelli. Roy. You know, Jennifer Helen Rhodes, my, my ex-co-host. She helped me. Helped me find my way in Spreaker. And then find it even more so when I realised I didn't need her anymore. But she's still welcome in my box. As are all of you. Spread the love. Hit the love heart if you're listening live. It costs nothing and it sends us flying up the Spreaker charts. You can find me on iTunes, Chunky Ford. No, no, that's my Skype address. You can find me on iTunes by searching Ford's Focus. You can find me on Twitter, Ford's underscore Focus. There's a Facebook page which is never updated. And also, just get involved. Every Wednesday, 10 o'clock, on Spreaker. Bring me bricks. Bring me bricks. And this is... The goodbye song. Goodbye and stay classy. Thanks for listening to my show. Sad to tell you we gotta go. Ford's focus is ending, it has to be said. You'll have to find another shitty podcast instead. Shitty. Jen and I are going, so you've run out of luck. And Auntie Moira says, I couldn't give a fuck. Cry yourself to sleep now and rest your head. Turn it off, dim the lights. Brush your teeth, have a shite. Goodbye from Ford's Bar.